Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt cites security concerns as the reason for higher costs of official travel than his predecessors. The Environmental Protection Agency Administrator says a number of confrontations on board flights led him to travel via first class for work-related trips. Federal regulations allow government travelers to fly business or first class when there is no other reasonably available option. A widely cited report on travel by the Veterans Affairs Secretary shows the importance of separating the official from the personal. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Yesterday's IG report outlined several ethics and travel rules violations in that 11-day, $122,000 trip that included Secretary David Shulkin's wife. Those allegations are vigorously disputed by Shulkin and outside counsel. Still, Inspector General Michael Missile recommends recovering thousands of dollars from Shulkin and administrative action against others. The July 2017 trip came after Shulkin reminded VA employees that only, quote, essential travel should be taken. I'm Tom Temin. The Office of Government-Wide Ethics reminds federal employees about the oath they take to perform their duties and uphold and defend the Constitution. Acting Director of OGE David Apol says a new report from Transparency International saying corruption is getting worse shouldn't deter employees from earning the public's trust. He encourages them to act solely in the interest of taxpayers and eliminate conflicts of interest. Apol says federal employees hold their positions of trust for such a time as this. Acting IRS Commissioner David Catter wants to give the agency more authority to hire private sector cyber talent on a short-term basis. Speaking before the Senate Financial Committee, Catter asks lawmakers to reauthorize the IRS's streamlined critical pay authority. The expired authority lets the IRS hire private sector talent on a temporary basis and at a rate higher than the government's general service pay scale. Nominees for the director and deputy director of the Office of Personnel Management are one step closer to confirmation. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee moves both nominations to the full Senate. Nominees Jeff Pohn and Michael Rivas have been waiting four months for this vote, as Chairman Ron Johnson was waiting for the agency to comply with a subpoena. Johnson had put a hold on the nominations and subpoenaed OPM for more information about a special ruling the agency made back in 2013. A committee spokesman says OPM is complying with the subpoena and Johnson lifted the hold. 670 women now hold Army infantry and combat positions. Army Deputy Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Thomas Seedman says those women are integrated at two bases with plans to expand. The military opened combat roles for women in the military in 2013. The Air Force wants to increase the number of pilots it trains each year from 1,200 to 1,400. The service hopes the bigger pipeline will help slow the pilot shortage, which currently stands at 2,000. The Air Force previously said it will need to train 1,600 pilots a year to stop the shortage. Federal IT contractors are about to get some much-anticipated answers about the Defense Department's latest big push towards cloud computing. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The Pentagon announced late yesterday it will hold an industry day in Arlington, Virginia on March 7th. Officials plan to outline the acquisition strategy for the enterprise cloud contract the department's been planning since last September, when Deputy Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan first created the Cloud Enterprise Steering Group and ordered the department to accelerate its adoption of commercial cloud technologies. Defense officials plan to release a draft request for proposals and start accepting formal written questions from industry on March 7th as well. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. GSA makes the final set of awards under its next mega IT services contract. 81 small businesses want a license to hunt IT services under the Alliant 2 government-wide acquisition contract. The General Services Administration chooses these firms to be part of the $15 billion small business vehicle. GSA initially announced awards in December, but had to ensure the vendors met federal small business requirements. The agency added four small firms to the award list. These companies still could face a challenge of their small business status. 
GSA received almost 500 proposals from firms wanting a spot on the Alliant 2 small business contract. I'm Jason Miller. The Interior Department gets $18 million in the President's 2019 budget request to help start its internal reform efforts. Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke detailed the department's reorganization plan at the end of 2017. Zinke wants to organize and manage the department based on 13 broad regions across the country organized by watersheds. The goal is to push more decisions out to managers in the field rather than management in Washington. The department also wants to improve collaboration among its bureaus and subcomponents. And the president's 2019 budget request also includes proposed changes to the Federal Employees' Compensation Act, or FECA. The program gives benefits to federal workers injured or killed on the job and their survivors. The White House wants to give newly injured workers a single-rate compensation worth two-thirds of their pay. Proposals also include new controls to limit improper payments and fraud. The Trump administration says the FECA program hasn't gotten an update since 1974, suggested changes would save $117 million over the next 10 years. Find these stories at Federal newsradio.com and subscribe to the federal newscast on podcast one or itunes you can also follow us on twitter at federal newscast i'm eric white